For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. All right. Hello, everybody. We are back. Welcome to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing very, very well today. Very quickly, a welcome and thank you to our newest patrons over at Patreon, Sadiq Mahmoud, Jack Higgs, and Alex Rose. Thank you all for your support and, of course, to all of our other wonderful patrons who make this possible. It truly does mean so, so much that you are willing to support all of our endeavors here. We greatly appreciate it. If you want to become a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash Roma Press, get early access to episodes, extra episodes, post-match reaction podcasts, um, and a bunch of other good stuff. You can join the WhatsApp group as well. Again, patreon.com slash Roma Press. Okay, Andy, let's get started. Do we want to do the market first or do we want to preview the Juve, the Juve match? Do we, well, or we could even talk about the, <laughs> the Europa uh, League draw. Europa, Europa League draw that it's the out Europa there. Europa League draw. It happened. Um, I have never been to Finland, so there's that possibility. No, John, I think you're done with traveling to Europe. You're done. After that Albanian debacle of being stuck in a Swiss airport for 14 mm. hours, I think for the just for the overall good of the people, of the listeners, and for your own good, just stop. Don't don't take any tickets. Give well, up. I know you you watch uh, Finnish football very closely. Yes, I do. Um and I have to thank our patron, Ville, who uh, translated one of the, the, the interviews for me of their captain for Helsinki, um, I was made aware, he made me aware that this, uh, this Finnish uh, electrician team, the Finnish plumbers, the Finnish accountants, however we want to describe them. Physiotherapists. Yes, <laughs> the Finnish physiotherapists. They have a turf pitch. Did you know that? Uh, well, but but it, yeah, I mean it's but it's not it's gonna be it's gonna be crap anyway. I mean it's it's uh, Mourinho said it's gonna be a plastic pitch. So yes, he wasn't too enthusiastic about this. Uh, he was like, "I'm gonna go to Finland. It's gonna be my first time with all. I'm gonna go there with great respect and curiosity, but the pitch is plastic, and here mm-hmm. we go again. Shit." Yeah, um. Why you're the much better historian than myself? But Ludogorets, when did Roma get them? Because they they are not new, right? We've Roma have had them before, no? You know, I mean, it's it sounds like something we faced either in 2013 or 14 or some one of those. It sounds like one of those teams that. Do you remember the year of uh, Spalletti in the group stage of the Europa League? 
I no, that was, no, no, it wasn't. No, no. Okay. I remember that very well. No, it was Victoria. Those are three if I had a gun to my head, I would just tell the no. person if you, you have to name at least one of the teams from that group stage. And then you have to tell me uh, in which country they are located. I would just tell the individual, just, just pull the trigger, man. There's no way I'm recalling that. Oh man. Good times. Oh, okay. Well, if anybody feels like going to Bulgaria, you, uh, you and I, we can share, uh, we can share a role when uh, Roma face Ludogorets, as uh, enticing of a of a trip as that sounds. So, okay, so <laughs> let's it's react. It's a beautiful to it. country, man. You can get fresh tomatoes in Bulgaria. You can't say that about too many places now. Even in Italy, you get tomatoes from like Belgium, and uh, in Bulgaria. Yes. I, I really, it's a, it's a wonderful place, wonderful seaside, different cultures. It's a mix of everything, of Turkish influence, of, of mm. Catholicism, of orthodoxy. You know, it's wonderful. So um, I'm not going to bad talk. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's full of truck drivers. So if, you know, we're, we're facing a team of truck drivers, um, Finnish so physiotherapists. Drivers, yes. And uh, I, Real Batiste, yeah, we have to take them seriously. So I can't even... Uh, label them so it's a disappointing thing about this group but um but we'll see yeah i um i mean here's here's the case or i i i should just say here's why you i i hate when you know whether they're articles or podcasts they have to extend the content of it just for the sake of it i mean here's what the fact is they should win again they should finish top they should go through without any issue. So it's kind of hard to sit here and try and drum up some sort of uh, uncertainty or controversy just for the sake of trying to find something to talk about for an extra five minutes. But the fact of the matter is Roma are the best team in the group. They should easily finish first. And if they don't, it's a disappointment. Yeah. I, I mean, beyond that, can we really provide any sort of... Uh, 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 don't take anything that. for granted. You know, it probably it's don't take anything for granted. Um, that it's it's not gonna be easy. Should they top the group? I I think so. With with you know with how the team is developing, with what they want to do, with what they want to achieve, with how uh, the attention has been building up towards this competition, you are in a great position to to come on top. Uh, Betis are a good team. I think they're going to give us problems. I think there's going to be a lot of tension in because when you, you know, you combine two teams like that who who know who are fully aware that they're better than the other two teams in the group, then yes. you get you get a certain tension and it's going to be there. It's going to be tough, but Roma for their ambitions for what they're trying to do this year, um get a, a perfect group that I think is a is a good mix of, you know, uh, easy, accessible, but also uh, can be uh, can be challenging. I think it can be a group that tests you. That it doesn't. It's not a group, a relentless group where you're looking to, you know, to play ninety minutes of extremely hard, passionate football, uh, game in, game out. But but it's 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 still a game where um you know you you get tested your your abilities get tested players that are will want to um you know try to get into the starting lineup will will get a chance there and 
will will have an opportunity to play against you know a opposition that is still is still challenging still gives you uh problems and um then yeah so i think it's a, a very good mix for so it's it's not too easy for a for a start for a competition of this level i it's 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 very good honestly it's you're competing against teams that have higher aspirations. The guards yeah. have had a history of playing also in the Champions League. Real Betis are a team that recently won a trophy. They want to do well in this season. They're they're always, you know, they're always part of that underdog mid-table uh, category in in Spanish football, right behind the big 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 teams uh, that are that usually sit on top of the table and so uh, there is that that awareness that everybody has something to prove and and Roma probably more than anybody else in the group yeah one of the things i particularly like is it's a reasonable not reasonable it's expected that they should finish top of the group i'm sure they believe it at roma i'm sure jose mourinho believes it but it's not one of those groups where you can just uh, act casual. As you said, it's going to take a lot of effort with Betis. I don't know. Have you ever been to Seville? Because it is personally one of my uh, yeah, I, I went yeah, more, beautiful, more beautiful. favorite places in Spain. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. It's a, it's a, really, it. it's a wonderful place. If it wasn't for Monchi, it would be. I a was just place. about to say that if if there one particular bald guy had not hailed from there and that not be his uh, his native land, I would have absolutely zero to say about it. So, I, I mean, the possibility of going back there, I'm looking forward to it. Um, phenomenal, 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 phenomenal footballing atmosphere too. Very, very hot, very passionate, great place. Um Again, and also, I mean, I, I mean you, you wasn't it? I mean, I think the, the both teams remember pretty well that friendly that I think was the least yes, friendly, the friendly of all time. Like, if you have to have like a commercial for what friendlies look like, don't don't go back and and show that friendly to anybody because it looked like a wrestling match. Yeah, that was the one too where Jose Mourinho went up to the referee and looked like he was about to RKO him from uh, from the top row. He had like two red cards. Two, two red cards. Yes, red cards. Joao Sacramento getting told to go back to the bench. Players beating each other up. It was wonderful. We also had after that match. I d- I don't know if you will recall who uh, looked up the referee on Facebook and they found that he was a supporter of uh, Betis. I mean, that's how. That's the point we got to. I don't know whether that says more about Roma supporters or what, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But again, at the end of the day, they should be Roma are the best team. It will be up to them to go out there and ensure progression, finishing first, and it should be fairly straightforward. And beyond that, too, I mean, I would like to inflict just a little bit extra on them simply because of one Paolo Lopez, I feel like it's going to take a couple of lifetimes for Betis. It's still there, huh? It still still doesn't yeah, sit right. I, I, I don't know, man. I, it's just difficult for me to come to terms with whatever happened, whatever creature that inhabited his body after that uh, that derby match. It's it, 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 
there there needs to be some sort of repercussions for for Betis. But anyway, okay, no no need to to dwell on it too much. That Before went south the- really quick. We're here opening up, you know, and talking about the Europa League draw, and all of a sudden we go in personally against Monchi, against Paul Lopez, against team from teams from Eastern Europe, from Northern Europe. It's uh, this is the probably the most divisive football mm. podcast um, potentially. Yeah. Well, um, hold on to that thought because we still have. Well, we'll talk about it now. The replacement of Vinaldum. I don't know exactly how many people saw this one coming. Part of me wants to say, okay, well, it's very easy because if you just follow who his agent is, we all should have been fairly uh, um, aware that really anybody under the uh, under the care of Paolo uh, Busardo, the Italian agent, who is the go-to man for Tiago Pinto at Roma. It's, uh, Busardo is the guy that he uses as an intermediary for not all, but for a very, very, very um, high amount of operations. He, uh, he he basically gives him the okay to, to hold talks on behalf of Roma for a number of players. Um, he, uh, as we all remember, he did essentially the market of... Uh, Summer 2020, with uh, there was no sporting director, as we all remember. We uh, he and Guido Fienga uh, did the market for the ages just after the Friedkins arrived, um, and then before obviously Tiago Pinto was appointed in January of uh, 2021. Uh, the Friedkins said, "You can uh, do as you please, Tiago. If you want to keep him on board, or if you want to use him, you can." Um, Pinto got very close with him very quickly. They have a great working relationship. Um, and he uses him, again, for a number of operations. He serves as an intermediary, it seems like, for half of the deals Roma does. So this, again, shouldn't come as a surprise that Madi is... It, okay, we need to get this ironed out. I have heard it pronounced Camara Kamara. Which is it? I need somebody I to make it. The... No, I thought it was Camara. Um, I made the mistake of watching Sky Sport the uh, Mercato last night, and they, they I, I could have sworn the guy, like an American, popped on or a Canadian, and he said Camara. I go, hold on, what? Uh-huh. There's definitely I, not, I, no, there, I, there's no way that's correct. I'm no Camara. expert in Guinean names, but uh, I thought it was Camara. Camara. Okay. Camara. That's what we're going with. That's what I thought it was, too. I just wanted to double check. So um, from Olympiacos, again, represented by Paolo Busardo. As far as profile goes, I have talked to I, I, I've spoken to two, two different people. Somebody um, from the Greek press who was going back and forth with me, um, uh, newspaper journalist. We were going back and forth, and I think uh, an interview that I, well, not an interview, but some of the things I said to him, they'll be published somewhere. But he was telling me a little bit about this guy. Listen, there's nothing I hate more than when there's a player you don't know of, clearly don't know of, to pretend that you know everything about this guy because you watch five minutes of YouTube highlights. I can't stand that. I can't stand when people do that. So you and I are not going to come on here and pretend that we have been following the Greek League. Again, unless you have not been telling me something, and this is what you do No, I Sundays, only watch Finnish football. 
I, okay. I, uh, I, that's the, my only passion outside. Okay. All right. I, I, I assumed you weren't watching Greek football, um, but who knows? You, you can be full of surprises sometimes yourself. So, again, we're not going to come on here and pretend we know everything about this guy from what I was told, from what uh, a couple of supporters of Olympiacos have told me. Box to box. Uh, probably more so viewed as a Metzala type of midfielder. Definitely not uh, Mediano, defensive, uh, a physical presence. This is a, a prototypical central, centrale, whatever way you want to describe him. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. He just seems like you are very run-of-the-mill central midfielder as to what he's very good at. Uh, they told me he's got a pretty high motor. He's not particularly technical. I don't even know what to make of this. I can't really judge this one, Andy. Obviously, it would be easier to give an opinion if it's a guy who we know very well, who we've seen quite often, who uh, perhaps is even a, a more of a common name or profile so it it's difficult for me and again unless you know way more about this guy than i that i do which is i mean you couldn't know less than i do um i just don't know how to judge this one because i there's just no way you were ever going to find a guy that was able to come in and replace an equal okay the output of vinaldo yes he only played one match for 15 minutes but we all know of his quality you were never going to get a guy at that level. I, I think we all know that. We're not saying something secret, of course. But for something like this, it's just an added bit of mystery because we we don't really know too much about this guy. So, so what do you think about it? Well, I think it's once again, it's uh, it's um, it's sort of Roma trying to find, trying to react in a way that makes sense also in the long run when you combine the fact that they're trying to. Uh, they're trying to make a compromise because you take into the fact that Roma want to bring him uh, on loan with the option to buy. So they don't want to make anything, you know, any rush decision, you know, to where they are forced to sign him up at the end of the season. Um, whether they'll do that or not, I don't know. And whether he'll come or not, uh, I don't know. There is a lot of names out there. and um, But, but the, I think the, this is the kind of profile that you you could have expected in that um, you're not bringing in a rookie. You're not relying on a Primavera player. You are bringing in somebody that um, 25 years old, uh, you know, I assume knows his job. And when you say he's the Mezzala, he's, you know, box to box. And he um, he's not the typical defensive midfielder and, you know, for people that are traumatized by the Guinean national team, thinking, oh, <laughs> he must be like Diawara 2.0, which uh, I, I get the impression that he's he's not at all because that's not the he doesn't play in that in that particular position. That then you're getting somebody 
to replace Vinaldum because that's exactly what Vinaldum does. Vinaldum, you don't put him in a defensive position, you know, to tell right. him, he's not hold, a G star, maybe hold the floor, right? You don't, you right. don't say to him hold, hold the, the, stay here in front of the defense, hold it down. No, you, you want Vinaldum to move around the pitch, to roam around, to chase opponents, to, to go after the ball. And, uh, and, and I assume this is what, uh, Kamara will do or does, um, on, on what level? I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, uh, I think that, if if Roma get a favorable deal, you know, in exactly in terms of loan with option for the fees that I'm seeing that should not surpass at all 10 million, um, then that is the kind of reaction that I, I expected from the get-go. Um, because you are pressed for time. Um, people are no, know you're desperate. Um, you've spent 7 million up to this point. And that's, you know, that's a, that's a calculated decision that I don't think will be broken until the end of this transfer window, meaning you are not going to go out of your way to just throw money carelessly like that because the plan was clear. The, Roma are doing, Roma spent $7 million this transfer window for, for a reason. They're trying to change their policies. They're trying to change how they operate. Um did they want to be in this situation to begin with? No, Roma would have loved if if they could have uh, closed the, the the transfer window after only having spent seven million on Selly. That would have been ideal for Roma. Now they're in a situation where they have to go out of their way and uh, and and try to uh, you know to 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 repair uh, to to find a a way a band aid that can hold on well. Ginny Wildnaldum, who came here as a as a top signing, is is gonna have a long recovery, and you have to bear without him. Um, the, the 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 trick was always, as I said on the last pot, to find somebody that fits in the long run, that but also somebody that can you know give you the the boost that you need at this moment in time, and um, and will come in here and do what he's asked to do. So I don't think that a player. Who plays in the Greek league? If you give him the opportunity to come and work with Jose Mourinho at Roma, um, is going to complain when he's not going to see consistent playing time, when he's not going to get a start in every Serie A game. That's not what you're getting him for, um, especially if you bring him on loan with option to buy. So it's you know it. it I think if Roma make it happen. It will make sense and it will fulfill my expectations um, after Gini Wijnaldum went down with, with the fractured tibia. Yeah, I, I agree. I, he's not coming here to... <laughs> I, I don't want to be as so disrespectful as to say he's coming here just to be a body or a name, but that's kind of close to why he's being brought here. Listen, now, I think it's not it's not on the same level as Ainsley Maitland Niles. Okay, no, 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 no. Where no, you no. immediately know, okay, that's a dry law. On he's in, he's out. That's it's done um, because you're still looking here at a whole season rather than just six months. Um, so it's it, you know it's it's of course it's not it's not a name that will cause fireworks. I don't think our website will start peaking once we sign him. Uh, he's no Douglas Luiz. He's not, you know, you don't have those uh, 
names out there who will still at this point in time cost you 20 30 million just because you know he, even somebody like Hussein Awar from from Olympic Lyon right I, I think he's still with Lyon although he's been linked with um with Premier League clubs you you there you already looking at at expenses that go beyond what Roma have been trying to do in this transfer window. So immediately when I saw that Wijnaldum is gone, has gone down, Roma must find somebody. But their policy so far has been, we spent $7 million on Sleek and that's it. That's it. Then right there, people should have realized that what, what the reality is, what the policies are in this transfer window, which is act smart, don't overspend, don't do anything rushed. Um, you know, play the game in an intelligent manner. And I think if Roma can get a good deal for somebody like Camara, that kind of profile, at this point in time, five days away from 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 the deadline, then then that's a, a job well done. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Juve, Saturday, tomorrow. I admittedly still have some post-traumatic stress disorder from what we witnessed in January. A lot of time has passed in between then. Roma have won a trophy, a European trophy, no less. But I still, at least to some degree, am haunted by what we saw. Was it 12 minutes, 13 minutes of absolute hell? Basically, Roma going Roma, from a type of meltdown we've seen so many times, yeah? Yeah, I think it was seventy seventh minute onwards. Roma completely lose it, and uh, I still don't. I don't know what 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 that was. I don't, I don't that know. was, yeah. I I mean that was Roma, one that we've seen so many times. I mean, there, there's no point in uh, going going over it again and again. Unsurprisingly, I, Jose Mourinho let the let the genie out of the bottle, so to speak. Matic is going to come into the midfield alongside Cristante, and then you're going to have Pellegrini next to Paolo Dybala, Tammy Abraham. I think that's what 99.9% of people expected with, uh, with Zaniolo out. That's what they expected to be the solution. Still waiting on Andrea Balotti, but that deal has been done for weeks. They just need to Finalize one between Shomurodov and Felix. Uh, it gets to be Felix. That's his thank you and his parting gift for uh, uh, injuring Vinaldum. apparently, is going to Cremonese, which in terms of destination is not the worst, I have to be honest. Um, even if you are not... Uh, no, I think actually it's pretty good. I mean, it's a team that plays good football and, and it's a team that has aspirations that... You know, fit somebody that young where you know he can make a name for himself. So he's coming from a different reality. He, he, he this, this kind of this level where Roma are at was, I think, too overwhelming for him. And now he's he's doing the wise thing to step down and and go to a place like Cremonese and where. I truly think he can be good there. Like he can yes. find his dimension there for the time being. You know. Yeah, and, and, and also, too, well, I always think of these things as part of, like, a geographical point of view. I mean, going to Lombardia compared to, I don't know, Lecce or something, I would much rather go to uh, Cremona 
compared to some of the other alternatives out there. Just saying, I, I, I think he will, uh, if you want to talk about, by the way, two very just alternate atmospheres, he's going to a place that's significantly more calmer. Yes, they have a very passionate uh, group of supporters, but uh, oh, the lifestyle, uh, just Lombardy as a whole compared to <laughs> compared to Rome, I I don't know how you feel. Um, well, you get a lot I, of fog there. It's humid. It's not really nice. I don't know. <laughs> like I, I, I'm the last one you want to ask about because uh, everybody loves to go to Milan because of the, <laughs> uh, no, the fashion, sucks. I suppose. It sucks. It's, I'm going to say it here. Yes, it's overrated. Yes. It sucks. There is nothing there. It's it's the humid. most overrated in all <laughs> yes, of the country. No, it's um, it's, it's it, there is no. It's it's like. I don't know. I always thought uh, associated Milano with more like it seems like you're in Switzerland rather than yes. Italy. It's a, you know it's it's so close to the border that you're like, is that really Italy? You know, I don't. So um, no. Well, I think, get your get, 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 get your Instagram uh, photo at the Duomo yeah, and then the just Duomo, and then go home. You're done. You're done. <laughs> it's, it's done after that. It, it, it's really finished after that. <laughs> there, there's not much beyond that. Um, no, but Felix is going to enjoy himself, and you know, you, he's, yes. he's going to be in a different environment. The, 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 the seven million, man. I, I mean, that's a lot of money. I, I, I did not expect that. Yeah, I did not. It's going to go up to ten million. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Um, but the expectations will be different. You know, even if the fees that they perform, he's going to be their record signing, whatever. The expectations for him in a place like that will be different. I think the. You know, and even making him the record signing means they'll try to incorporate him even more, and they're gonna give him more chances. They're gonna put him, you know, in a in a place that will hopefully make him succeed as a footballer. He's he's 19 years of age. He's trained under Mourinho. Now he gets to go to a, a team that actually plays football. Cremonese play football. They're not. They're a team that value, uh, you know the way the, the 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 style of play they're not one of those typical relegation sides that just you know close up shop and then whatever happens happens um which i think monza are so far they've <laughs> they've shown that they're you know that even though they've berlusconi has spent like more money on them than on hookers from 2006 oh. he is you know they're still just a, a team of of names that haven't oh an idea God. of of how to play? Yeah, sorry, I just put it out there. I had to make a book of references. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. No, but he's a married man now, so you know I can do that. Um, he's a married man. He's, he's what's the age gap on that one? Ha, have we 62? gotten to half a century yet? I think sixty-two, or something like that. Fantastic stuff. Okay, well, good for him. How are you feeling coming into this one? Because I, I feel like we have seen this story, and it's not necessarily even related to Juve, although it seems to happen more when Roma face Juve, where. It's a Juve coming off a very bad performance, <laughs> very bad result. Now they are getting Leo Bonucci back. They're getting Szczesny back. To what extent that helps remains to be seen. I don't know if that, uh, if those two returning, I don't know how that necessarily fixes uh, 
Max Allegri's new tactical uh, setup of not using a midfield. It was something new I've seen. Uh, no, but the Bruch is out tomorrow. Um, they're they're expected to play with Danilo as a center back. They don't want to see Rugani. They want to see. Wow. They want to see Danilo. <laughs> Remember when it was he and Romagnoli as to who the next. Uh, Maldini is going to be. That was fun. Yeah, that um, was 1996. <laughs> it feels like, you know, there was that time where everybody thought everybody was going to be incredible and then they turned out the way they turned out. And Rugani is that kind of player where you think, oh, he's young. He's still young. And then you look and he's like 27. Or yes, yes. But, uh, uh, well, it's unfair to call it Balotelli syndrome because I do think Cassano uh, was one of the first to do that where we – we dismissed his behavior, and then we realized that Real Madrid's like, oh, shit, he's how old now? Um, uh, but yeah, I, I understand your point. Coming into this, though, I, I I don't know how to feel because when it is in Torino, there is always that mental hurdle. It, for me, throw the tactical and technical aspects, managerial shit, you know, you, I, I kind of just throw that out the window because it always seems like when Roma play Juve in Torino, it, it, it's never, uh, well, you know, we, we, we were lacking something in the midfield or, you know, we got pushed too high up. It's all, it, for the most part, it always seems to be mental. It's a mental hurdle. You know, I look no further and this is, the one that I tend to bring up all of the time. But what happened in 2015, I will go to my grave and my tomb as maintaining that football match was fixed. Now, whether or not that, I, or, or no, I'm sorry, 2014. 2014. 2014, uh, yeah. So that was the season, with the last season with... with um... No, sorry. No, that wasn't the last season. That was the... Um... No, I, I, I think everyone will remember the one I'm talking about because I believe yeah, three it was goals one of the, that like, shouldn't three have been goals that three goals that had. were in there. Or three goals that were yes. in there. Um, and I will never forget Mike Collins' face because he was the one who conceded that free kick. Or, or no, I'm sorry. It, Everybody's face, even Keita, Seydou Keita, a veteran, yes. the guy who'd been With through hands on top of his head. fire, yeah. couldn't believe what was going on. It was, I, I again... I will go to my grave as maintaining that match was fixed. Um, and the guy who was refereeing is now the head of the refereeing association. In yes. Um, but by the way, after that match, I, I don't even know if it's still on YouTube, but um, a group of uh, Roma supporters at the airport, they did a very wonderful chant uh, at this referee who, <laughs> who uh, happened to be at the airport as uh, the same time as the, the, the fans returning to Roma, and they did a very, very naughty chant towards him. That was fantastic. But anyway, I still remember where Maicon, it, he commits a foul. It looked like a full yard outside of the penalty area, and they still awarded a penalty to Juve. I, I will... I will never get over that particular match. No, and I, I think it, it doesn't. I mean, it, it, it is a game that really has defined the way you feel about playing Juve. Yes. Yes. That's like you, you never feel like, oh, it's a, even if the two clubs over the years have tried to maintain a good relationship and they've tried to, you know, both clubs have tried to be the progressive ones in the, in the league and so on. But every time you go there, you just feel like shit. 
you feel like you feel like the under you don't you always feel like you're n- not there on the same level as Juve. That Juve somehow there's always that feeling of uh, bitterness, like something mm. we have, and and it's true because I mean Roma haven't won there, and it's you you just you want that feeling out of the way, and it's been there ever since that game. That game was like the defining moment. Maybe it was even there before, but that game really really left a mark and whenever they these two teams face each other it's like you you you're waiting for that moment for for that yes. m- match all the way in 2014 to 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 just you know be thrown into their face again and just be like okay now now we're taking over now we, we're the captain now okay like this is not we come in i want that's and it's been a very frustrating thing because every time it seems like more or less the teams have both been very balanced in the way they've performed against each other, you know, in Turin. Um, that goal to Abonucci when Vidal, do you remember, was completely, completely, like like in hockey, yeah? How they have the guy set up directly in front of the goalkeeper. Yes. I will never forget Vidal just standing in front of De Santis and somehow that goal of Bonucci not being waved off. I, 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 I sit in my bed and I... I think about my children and I think about that goal. It it eats away at my soul still. I don't know if I will ever get beyond that. And it's been fucking Christ. We're going on almost a full decade since that match, which just goes to show, I guess, how broken much of us, uh, many of us are. Listen, I, again, as you just said perfectly and succinctly, I think that match has sort of defined Roma, yeah? And, and and you know what also added to it? Do do we remember the wonderful tweet of Rudy Garcia after that match? Remember what he tweeted? Yes, we're going to win the Scudetto. This game yes. made me realize that we're going to win the Scudetto. Yes. And it's still there. He hasn't deleted it. It's still I... there. <laughs> it, it, is, it is still there. And that was also the match that bore the meme of the century of him playing the violin. Violin. You are more you are very adept in French. Yes. What was the saying? I re- I remember what 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 the actual uh, phraseology oh, of what he was saying, but but it it just sounded so bizarre. Like if you're a liar you you play the violin for the for the liar or something. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You you just keep playing, keep playing, keep playing, boy. Mm. Like, uh, just and it's one of those it's one of those gestures that sort of encapsulates a whole era of football like you have the the thing with Mourinho with the handcuffs that defines yes. an era of Italian football mm. and then you have the violin which defines another era of Italian football well and, well that's uh, what i was getting to like you know like garcia tweeting that i don't know if any of us actually believed it i know i didn't believe it um, it was nice, I guess it's maybe perhaps a, a, a rallying cry, if we want to label it as that. But you hear that coming from his mouth, and you compare it to you know something that Jose Mourinho, if it came from his, uh, came from his mouth. And if Jose Mourinho says that, I'm, I'm headbutting a wall, and I'm yes. I, I mean, again, I, I, I mean, I will run over my own nona just to do yeah. whatever task this guy asks of me. If you were to say that to me. If he says that, I'm like, oh my God. 
Yeah, I, I mean, people are in trouble. I, I I completely agree with you, and I just think there's a level of um, the 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 messenger matters. Um, you can have the same message, but if it's coming from a different messenger, you need to have the right profile of messenger saying this thing. So I want to believe, like if you reread what Jose Mourinho said today, I'm not going there, oh, nor if you gave me the option to settle for a point right now, I wouldn't take it. I mean, I hear that from him. And again, I, like you just said, I want to go fight Leo Bonucci, I will go fight, um, I will take Max Allegri and I will remove the remaining hairs on his head. I'll fight whoever you need me to. I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. If I hear that from you, Samuel Di Francesco, I am probably laughing or giving some sort of weird smirk like the one he gave against Cagliari. Yeah. So clearly he is not pumping the team up is the wrong way to say but in, it, it is to a certain extent a rallying cry that no, you know, no more of this, as you kind of alluded yeah, yeah. to, yeah, yeah. no more of this crap where, you know, woe is me or, you know, uh, uh, this is Juve, the big old giants. You know, it is our time now. We're the captains now, as you just said, which is, you know, one of the best uh, cinematic lines of like the last couple of decades. My yeah. favorite. Um, you can use it in so many ways. It almost, is just almost, almost came out a, a decade ago. So, oh god, that's alarming as well. <laughs> but in all seriousness, you know, you're in the dressing room. You hear Jose Mourinho telling you this compared to again Rudy Garcia, Eusebio Di Francesco. It just hits differently, and this is the first time where I think, and I said this all of last season on a number of occasions. The attitude that Jose Mourinho exudes, you know, I hate using this, but it is kind of funny and I think it, it is uh, adept, but this like big dick energy, this um, confidence is not something we are used to at Roma. Mm -hmm. It is always, woe is me, you know, we bridesmaids, not the bride. It is something we are used to. He, he is, he's like Les Grossman in Tropic Thunder. You know, yes, talking about yes. big dick. That's that's what Tom Cruise's character in Tropic Thunder says: "Big dick, baby, big dick." And uh, he starts dancing to a ludicrous song. That's one of the yes. moments. Luda in um, the twenty-first century. Yeah, it's uh, you know, uh, so it's what if there is if there is a coach that can change our history, history. In uh, the history in, of the Roma, of the Roma in Turin, if there is somebody can can finally help us make a statement in 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 that in that ground in in that place, uh, then it is Jose Mourinho. Uh, it's it, it it there is nobody else that can take you there and um, have you play any other way than than to win. And and I think. What we saw last season was the team doing everything Mourinho was asking them of, and then doing exactly the opposite. Like where they yes. they they let their demons just take over, and you knew that once once the the Chilio scores, you know you know that 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 team is no longer there. It's not a Mourinho team. That's the team that 
you know, has reverted back to its old ways. It's a team that is scared, that is timid. Um, they don't have it in them. And what what we saw afterwards, what that tr- what that team in the m- months following that very disappointing, very upsetting loss, what that team was trying to do was to prove everybody that they're not that team. They're 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 different. They're built different. That they're trying to do something that goes beyond that horrible loss. And right. now you have that chance. You have the chance to 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 once again go there and and set the record straight. Because Roma, for the last few years, there hasn't been a match where I can say, oh, but yeah, but Juve were the clearly the better side no right that's not the case so you don't have that feeling of oh you know we, we've cheated we've 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 gotten lucky or we've gotten unlucky they were the better side we can't do anything about it blah, blah, blah. no you tomorrow you're going up against a team that you know walked all over a, a, a terrible sassuolo side uh but as soon as they went up against samp who had no ambition to score, who had no ambition to play out of their own half, then Juve completely lost their minds. They didn't know what to do. You're looking at a team, you're looking at a, a starting lineup that is completely normal. It's a normal lineup. It's not the lineup you expect from a team like Juventus. It's not a lineup that will make you think of the Juventus that played against Barcelona in the Champions League final or against Real Madrid in Cardiff. You're looking at a team that is disjointed, at where a man who, who has a manager that I don't think has really uh, ha- that he doesn't seem to have an idea how to get the best out of it. He, he seems to be convinced of a whole other reality. Uh, so this match is perfect for Roma, who are coming off two wins against two smaller sides. So two games where you were totally expected to win. It was your job, your duty. Tomorrow, the expectations are different. But for Roma, the expectations should be the same. To win, to win, to win. And that was what Mourinho was trying to say, that the expectations tomorrow are 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 that of, of a team on par with Juventus. That is, as he said, a team fighting for a title. We have different ambitions. But we are no different. We're, we're, you're, you know, we've, we've done our, we've, we've, we've learned our lessons. We've gone through a whole season together. We've changed. We've won a trophy. We're trying to do something else this year. And this is the starting point. So, as I said last episode, I, I feel confident because I know that this team is going in this match thing, and they're on the same level. I want to believe that I'm going to see that, that I'm going to see a team that, you know, they don't think less of themselves. They don't think they're underdogs. They're just going in there. They want to set the record straight. They want, they want to, to, to let everybody know they're, they're, they're Roma. For sure. I, yeah. I, I can't add anything more beyond that. Let's just leave it there. We'll be back on Monday. Fingers crossed. I'm I'm very, very anxious and excited going into this one tomorrow evening. For the first time in quite some time going into a match in Torino, I'm relatively confident. And I do think they can do it. They absolutely can do it. They just have to go out and execute and have just a much different mentality than what they have displayed in recent matches against Juve. But 
given the growth that we've seen from them since uh, Jose Mourinho really seemed to kick them in the backside beginning in January, which again, subsequently um, came after the meltdown against Juve. They just seem to have really made strides in this mental and character regard. So hopefully they can put everything into practice, bring uh, bring home all three points. Um, it, it would be a big statement. So let's see what they can do. All right, everyone, we will talk with you after the weekend. Until next time, ciao. Ciao. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.